You may kill me, but you may never insult me. Who am I? I'm Kevin Jack Sparrow. Get the truth about movies on the movie show. If he were telling the truth, he wouldn't have told us. <laughs> Tell them, Sparrow! Unless, of course, he knew you wouldn't believe the truth, even if he told it. Mm-hmm. Hello? Joey, it's Ross. I need some help. Help has come your way because you are listening to the movie show. How you doing? <laughs> What's up? Got you there, didn't I? We are not doing a friend's <laughs> review. I know it sounded like it. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, my name's Ryan. My name's Sesh. And you're watching... <laughs> or listening... To the movie... Show. No, 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 no. You have to do the show properly. To the movie show. I don't know what the... <laughs> to the movie show. You have to, you have to do it. There we go. Okay. On Active FM. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to this week's podcast and coming up in this exciting... We are killing exciting. Bill. Bill is dead. Uma Thurman will kill Bill. Yes. 2003. And if you're Except they lied. Because they split it into two true, parts. True. Were you expecting that? Were you expecting I that? I don't know what I was expecting. I don't like it when they do I that. I wasn't even expecting the storyline to be that simple as Kill Bill. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what Kill Bill was. Yeah. And then when the movie started, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense why yeah. it's called Kill Bill. Yeah, that's 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 basically it. And if you are a first-time listener, you will see that the previous podcasts are all Quentin Tarantino um, films. films, and mm-hmm. we are in a Quentin Tarantino marathon. Boom. Starting with okay, we had done Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, mm-hmm. Inglorious Men that were born <laughs> out of wedlock, and Django. Before, in fact, do we, the line. The Django. <laughs> we did that in I think 2020. Uh, once upon a time in Hollywood, we did recently, and then that kind of got us on like this Quentin Tarantino. So then we did Reservoir Dogs, we did Pulp Fiction, we did Jackie Brown, and this week we are doing Kill Bill Volume One. Can I say, shockingly enough, you're allowed to say it. Thank you. <laughs> well, it's not about allow. You can. I think this is my favorite Quentin Tarantino film. Really? I, I love this movie. I was like, this movie is so cool. And I honestly didn't expect for that to, like, like, <laughs> just the way it was done. Like, even the, the part where the, the, the screen split and you had Uma Thurman lying there, like unconscious and the nurse chick walking up. Like every, everything, even the black and white, the anime sequence, they legit switched to a whole anime sequence in the middle of, in a the, middle of the movie. Yes. Th- this movie was yeah. This movie was proper. The music, the music was amazing. The music, and it is <laughs> one of Quentin Tarantino's films to only, well, not only. Basically, the F word was stated under one hundred times in this film. Congratulations! Which for a Quentin Tarantino film is pretty good. Mm. That that's pretty pretty good. So like that, which was nice because like often with these films, it's just like swearing every second word. Mm. Whereas now it was, you know. Not every second word. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, th- not so much swearing yeah. in this one. And Uma Thurman, I loved her. I loved her so much. I honestly, her character is the bride. That is the name the name of her character. If you watch the film, you'll actually notice in the beginning of the film, her name's beeped out. Yeah. They literally Ooh. put a beep sound effect over her name. But if you looked carefully when she goes to the airport and gets a ticket, 
her name is actually on the ticket. So if you if you were looking out for it, then you would see her name. Freeze frame right mm -hmm. now. Zoom in. If you're watching the movie show, mm -hmm. there mm -hmm. it is. And if you're not watching the movie show, go watch the movie show. <laughs> it's on YouTube. Go onto YouTube and go look for Active TV. And then under the playlist, go look for the movie show. You're going to see exactly what you're talking about. And we are going to show you other things that we'll be talking about. So you don't have to go and Google it or uh, go and search for it. Or so, imagine it. Yeah, best just go there right now because we still got a good lineup, coming, well, a good show ahead of us. So now is probably the best time to do it. So go do it and um, give us a like. It's right at the bottom there. Give us a like, a thumbs up and hit the subscribe button because I know that you want to subscribe to this channel. You know why? Because you hit the like button. Because you hit the like button tells me that you like this channel. That's why you want to subscribe, because you like the channel. Makes sense. Does. And now continuing in the movie show. <laughs> so, Kill Bill Volume 1 was released in 2003. It is an action crime film, which is very... It, it actually is different. His previous films before this one was always a crime drama. This one is an action crime. This isn't even just a... Can I tell you something? Classify a crime. A crime is bad guy, good people die, solve the problem. This is just bad person, bad person, die, bad person goes off the bad person. Is this still a crime? Yeah. Really? Yes. This is just like get even. Yeah, it's a revenge movie. Thank you. It is revenge. a revenge movie. It go. is a revenge. revenge. So Quentin Tarantino, when he, when he describes the film in interviews, he said it was a revenge movie. Lion. A revenge La movie. Uh, re revenge is. <laughs> revenge crime, no. Revenge. Action crime. Revenge. Okay, it's two hours and 40 minutes long. Uh, is it two hours and 40 minutes? <laughs> I wasn't looking at the time. I think it's two hours and 40 minutes long. And the budget for the film was 30 million US dollars and the box office was 180.9 million US dollars. Sure. Yeah, they did well. Keep rolling, really well. keep rolling. But I honestly can say, out of all Quentin Tarantino's films, Pulp Fiction is a very, what's the word? Like, a lot of, there's a lot of Pulp Fiction references within the film industry. And like, if you love films, like, you know Pulp mm. Fiction. But Kill Bill as well. Like, I have seen that yellow jumpsuit. Yeah. I, I'd seen that yellow jumpsuit before even watching the film. Yeah. Like, I think Kill Bill also, there's a lot of references to Kill Bill in movies and et cetera, et cetera. I watched it the other way around. So there are a lot of movies that Kill Bill references to, if, if that yes, makes sense. Yes, and that, yeah. Like uh, tons of them. And you know what the first thought is that went into my head when I saw this? Well, the conclusion that I came to. It makes sense that Quentin Tarantino... Worked in a movie uh, shop, mm. watched a lot of movies. movies yeah. There was a lot of pieces mm. that he thoroughly enjoyed, and he said, "I want to put that in one of my yeah. films." And that's where you know he, had, he, you can see how he, uh, yeah, used those favorite parts of his favorite films, and he inserted them into mm. his movies. But I think also um, one of the the things that's nice about it is. When he was in a video store, it was a completely different era of films that were coming out. So a lot of the films that he probably would have been selling at that time, we actually, this generation, haven't mm. necessarily watched them just because of 
it was that era. So now he's making it's movies. It's like a revival. Yes, and he's like yeah. he's showing and referencing all of these films that we've actually never watched, but that influenced mm. him so much. And mm. yeah, so that's I think really cool. Mm. I think also another thing that really stands out for Quentin Tarantino is the whole Japanese film industry. Because I remember even Reservoir Dogs, there was actually I think a Japanese. There was a Japanese story just like Reservoir Dogs. In fact, like I, it was, it was people still said, but he just made like the English version of that Japanese yeah. movie. And he did say that he got inspiration from that Japanese film. And I know with this film as well, there was a lot of Japanese inspiration. The yellow jumpsuits was actually inspired by a, a, <laughs> what's his name? Jackie Chan had worn. Mm -hmm. in i'll tell you uh, yes no not jackie chan bruce lee sorry bruce lee, bruce lee. and he wore a jumpsuit a yellow jumpsuit mm -hmm. in a movie called game of death and she then wears the the so a lot mm -hmm. of like the costume plus they filmed a lot of this movie in japan and china and i remember when watching an interview with quentin tarantino he actually said he loved filming in japan and china and when he felt like it was home when he was filming there and when he, when he, when they moved to go film the other scenes in like the States and that like he felt like it wasn't home. He felt like filming in Japan and that was home. And then Uma Thurman also said there was a lot of translators all over the set, set. So you'd have English to Japanese translators, you'd have Japanese to English. So like literally there were just a whole bunch of different translators all around the sets, obviously because it was such a bilingual set yeah. that they needed a lot of I'm sure especially around that uh, the cra what was it Crazy 88 that yeah. whole fight scene that happened that scene mm. was brilliant mm. it was mm. so intense but it was it was mm. this whole movie was brilliant I love the part where she's trying to move her big toe like just that whole and the start of the movie the start of the movie Quentin Tarantino is brilliant at starting films because he grabs you in. You don't know what's going on. You're not sure where you are, what's happening, but he just grabs you in with action and you're like there. And then as the, the story goes along, then you kind of like, oh, oh, oh okay. Oh, you like, you let in dream, on what's happening. Dream, <laughs> dream, dream. And you're like, wait, what? The music in this movie was also amazing. The, yeah. the, Cause there was such a, it was such a big, like at one point they sound, you know, like I think it was the crazy 88 uh, fight sequence or it might have been the last sword sequence. Mm. They brought in like this very Spanish sounding soundtrack, mm -hmm. but it's like completely mm -hmm. you're in Japan. There's samurai swords mm -hmm. like there's no Spanish nowhere, mm -hmm. but like there's like the Spanish music mm -hmm. like they're about to do a Which duel. Which was that one? I shot you down. Bang, oh yes, bang, bang bang. That was in the beginning of the uh, film. And then they often played like down. an instrumental version of it. Yeah. yeah. So at the beginning of the fight scene between Oren and the bride, so the main character Uma Thurman is the bride, and then Oren is the 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 she was Chinese, right? Yeah. I can't remember her backstory now. She became leader of like the mob in Japan, but I think she was Chinese. She had, she had a weird heritage. She might. They were still, she still chopped that dude's head over, head or head over, head off over him bringing up her, her heritage. She might. She, African American? No. Are you <laughs> Wasn't sure? Wasn't she Chinese American? I think she was African American. She wasn't African American. I'm the Chinese you. chick, right? 
How is the Chinese chick African American? The first fight. No, 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 no. The last fight. But she was African American. Yeah, right? she was African American. The first fight. <laughs> yes, that fight was cool though. Okay, as well. yes, the Chinese chick. Yes. The, yeah. The one they hit that. Yes. Oh. <laughs> so. Yeah, she was Chinese. All right. She says to the bride before they start fighting, "I hope you saved." She obviously says yeah, it yeah, in yeah, Japanese. Yeah, 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 yeah. I hope you saved your energy, and if you haven't, you may not last five minutes. It is exactly four minutes and fifty-nine seconds from the time she mm. steps forward and the music cues until the fatal blow of the duel where she actually loses. So it took the bride five minutes. That's That fight sequence was four minutes and 59 um, seconds long. She didn't have to last five minutes. So. Because yeah. she killed her in fi- mm. four minutes, 59 seconds. Mm. That that, fi- that fight sequence as well was, mm. was just, yeah. Quite a weird... Uh, what I find interesting is whenever there's a fight in the snow and it involves sharp objects... Because you see the blood. blood yeah. <laughs> the blood is quite evident. Yes, c- yeah. against the whites. Yeah. yeah. And then, um, you know that, <laughs> I think her name was Gogo, that crazy, that crazy high school chick that the, she hired to be her bodyguard. The young chick that yes. is supposed to be her bodyguard. Yeah. yeah. So when, when they were shooting the scene where she flings her ball and mm. chain out, you know that scene? Mm. She accidentally hit Quentin Tarantino as, on the head as he stood by the camera. <laughs> Yeah. This would be like, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm sure he laughed it off, though. You know, what do you do? That's when I'm just like, okay, well, it was nice being on this. At least I know what a, what a scene looks like. Did some acting, great, okay. I don't think, I think Quentin Tarantino is the, ki- the type of guy that would laugh that off. Yeah. Be like, good shots. All right, let's do it again. Yeah. Or, or even put it in the final mm. film. Because it wouldn't have been, do you think it would? I don't think I don't think it was actually sharp. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because how? Yeah. Bleep 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 bleep. What you bleep bleep doing, man? Ah, <laughs> oh, take five. Uh. Uh, in fact, uh, I think that's a wrap for today. <laughs> and then, according to Quentin Tarantino and Uma Thurman in a DVD documentary, the idea for Kill Bill actually began during the filming of Pulp Fiction. Yeah, that's now, right. Pulp Fiction was not the film that Quentin Tarantino made before Kill Bill. The film he made before Kill Bill was Jackie Brown. Mm. So there was quite a big um, extensive period of time between the original idea and the the actual making of yeah. Kill Bill. But the two began talking about the kinds of movies that they'd like to do and Quentin said to Uma that he'd like to do a 70s style kung fu flick. And Uma came up with the idea of the film opening with the shot of a bride. So basically the whole idea behind this film is a there's this deadly assassin. She's literally like the deadliest assassin in the world. But she decides that she wants to get out of that whole industry and get married and, you know, live a normal life. But then they find her on her wedding day and then they they kill her. But they don't actually kill her because she doesn't die. Instead, she spits in the cop's face. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it was so weird. And then um, the whole movie then becomes a revenge film because we at the wedding, uh, they wanted to kill her. They killed her husband, et cetera, et cetera. So the, the whole idea behind the film is a revenge film. But then they, they came up with this idea. Then after finishing up Pulp Fiction, uh, Quentin and Uma didn't see each other for quite a while. And when they did eventually see each other, Quentin then went back to the drawing board with uh, Kill Bill because he really, really wanted to make this movie. And uh, Uma Thurman actually fell pregnant 
when they were start when they were supposed to start filming and he actually moved production back so that obviously she could have give have have the baby, have the baby. and then they would continue right. filming yeah suppose they they filmed the the bride the wedding day though because mm. she was pregnant obviously Makes sense. on a wedding day yeah makes good sense and then Christopher Alice Allen, sorry Nelson, he was the special. He worked on the special effects. Revealed in an interview that over four hundred, four hundred and fifty gallons of fake blood was used in the two Kill Bill movies. That is your Quentin Tarantino. But film I, I right feel there. like this was this the bloodiest one. It was still pretty bloody. No, it was very bloody. Was there was even I saw in behind the scenes bloody footage. Bloody, you know, so, you know, in the crazy '88 scene, yeah, there was obviously she like chopped people's heads off and stuff. Mm. They literally built like these mechanical. So basically, it was a man's body but without his head, and then they obviously added because you know how whenever someone's head was chopped off, the blood would like spray. I suppose that's. Mm. I don't know if that would. I don't mm. want to know if that's what would happen. Even the, the assistant when it when they chopped yes. her arm off. It was like. Pfft, like a hose pipe but like literally you saw that this 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 doll or whatever that they mm. this mechanical whatever that they'd built mm. and then obviously they had had the the Triggers blood yes to, to, squirt to squirt the, the blood, blood out. out but it was it was quite intense man mm. it was very intense yes there was there was a lot of blood in the film but it's not like for me it's it's quince the way quincin tarantino blood. does it is not the renovance was very realistic yeah. with Leonardo DiCaprio. It doesn't make it realistic. It, it, it almost just just puts it in, in an a comical, entertaining. Yes. Entertaining so you're not sitting comical. there want to throw. You're not wanting to like yeah. throw up because you're just like ah. You just get the point that okay, this person <laughs> just died. There's blood everywhere. Uh, yeah. It's like uh, in movies when somebody like pukes. It's like like a host pipe. Yes. Projectile. I don't know if you've ever watched. Um, man, ah, the name has just slipped me. A kid. The man from Toronto. Um, with uh, that guy. Adam Sandler. The ah, no home run. Spoiled child. A child that is like extremely naughty, and eventually they send him to, you know, whatever boarding school. But. He basically like gets his whole family to to throw up, and it was. Just, it was Why does this ring a bell? And everyone's just like, Bleh. <laughs> and they're like, Bleh. and the other guys like, no, Bleh. they're like, and it's yeah. That actually does ring a bell, and it's comical in the yes. way that it's done. But you're just like, oh, like, oh. really? No. Yeah. And then approximately $60,000 of the movie's budget was used on swords and sword accessories. Yeah, I wonder I wonder where they are. Yeah, true. Do you think he keeps do, do you think he keeps that collection? Do, wait, okay, wait. First of all, do you think it was hired or bought? Or made? Even better. Sometimes they they make them. So, um one thing, if you picked up in Pulp Fiction, so that's the first time Uma Thurman had worked with Quentin Tarantino. Yep. She goes to the, the diner with uh, John Travolta and then he says to her, so you were in a pilot? And she was like, yeah, I was in a pilot. It was about this girl assassin squad called, I think, the Fierce Fox, whatever. Fox, Fox, Fox whatever. Fox. And then she names, there was the leader was a blonde. There was this, mm. this Chinese chick. There was this um, African-American chick and there was this French chick. And then he asks her, and what were you and what was your specialty? And she says knives. Literally, they played on that because in this film, you see 
the bride who her speci speciality is knives and then they literally show you there's obviously the the chinese or the japanese chick that 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 fight is at the end there's the african-american who she kills in the beginning there's the blonde chick that walks in while she's in the hospital and then uh, bill tells her not to kill her so literally and then the french is the assistant to the japanese chick so they they i like how they pulled that in like do you understand what i'm saying it's yeah. like it's like kill bill was the the, the pilots that Uma Thurman's character in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, so I liked how they, they pulled that across. Also, well together. this is once again a Quentin Tarantino trademark, but this film starts and then goes back in time. That's right. So you start with her killing the second person. Actually, mm. So she's got a list of, I think, five. Mm. That, that she wants to kill five people. Yeah. Bill's the last person. What do they call it again? The, something to do with... The, mm, venomous yes uh oh, man. venomous snakes whatever those and they each like snakes and stuff like that and it's um wasn't kill bill also something referenced to a specific animal that actually like kills snakes or tame that they, they, they literally like kill snakes really yeah yes i did not know that yes. there's this like it's, it's a type of mole and it it literally uh it's fast enough to grab the snake and but uh, apparently Kill Bill is referenced to that animal. And then plus he's got his venomous five whatever oh, snakes type of thing. Oh, that makes so sense. So it's yeah, quite, a, quite an interesting uh, yeah, fact trivia there. For yeah. You. But so she kills when, when, when the movie starts. Okay, the movie starts with the, the, the day of her wedding, right? Where she's mm. beaten up and you're like, oh my goodness. And they shoot her. Which I... That was such a strong like start. Like right there, like close up, Yo, right? You're like, wait, who got shot? Wait, she couldn't have gotten shot. And it's in black oh and white. Yes, eh? oh, it was insane. <laughs> it was the, the ah, he knows, Quentin knows wait. how to start movies. Bill. And I love the way that they put the bull on his handkerchief. Mm, yes. Even though like who, who, who puts their name on their handkerchief, yeah. do you think about it? But like the whole movie, you don't really mm. see Bill's identity. But you know it's Bill. Yeah, you do know it's yeah. Bill. And then, um, then, then it cuts to now, a couple, obviously, yeah, years later, I suppose, or months later. Mm. No, it is years later. And then she, she goes to kill the second person on her list. So once mm. she's killed her, you see her cross out the second person. Then she now narrates and says the first person she's killed already. But then we go back in time to now see how she survived that her wedding day. Yeah. And then started on this revenge journey. And then the movie ends with her only killing the first yeah. person. So you, you, he starts starts the movie at the end actually <laughs> then you go back and then you like, get caught up and obviously in volume two then you now we'll see but how was the ending do you yeah. know what i'm talking about yeah no like, do you know what i'm talking about the last line of the film <laughs> do you know what i'm talking about <laughs> yes. okay spoiler alert where he says, does she know her daughter's still alive? You're yeah. like, no, mm, no, because mm. she doesn't. Because, yeah, th throughout, the, throughout the film. You think everyone died. You think that the baby. Mm. Mm. Yeah, no, th th this film was, I'm thoroughly looking forward <laughs> to the second volume of Kill Bill. Yeah. But like I said, the thing for me is that um, you watch a film to expect an end. And then you get a cliffhanger. No, but this one was satisfying. And then again, it it is a Quentin uh, uh, Tarantino trait. It's, it's his thing where he kind of leaves question marks. But at least this one is not going to leave, just leave there. No. 
But this, it was satisfying mm. though, because, so obviously the, the, the ultimate storyline mm. is, you know, she wants to kill Bill, hence the name. Because who then, was it? It was the assistant that, that was still alive, eh? Yeah. That so she kept the assistant alive. The yes. It was the one of them. Yes. Yes. So now she's got, um, okay, technically she's, I don't know if she's going to kill the assistant still. And then there's the blonde chick. No, I think she left her. her no, her but I'm saying in purpose. volume two, she'll uh, pop. I'm sure she's on uh, the list. And then obviously mm. Bill's the, the last person. Mm. But, um, the way, the way he sets it up is you are, I was satisfied by the end of the film because that she kills the Chinese chick. And that was the re that like, that was the main focus. Mm. Uh, Cause she, she still went into the whole backstory of how this chick's parents were killed in front of her. And then she rose to the top by killing the dude. She had some special sword. Yeah. And then et cetera, et cetera. So like by the end of the film, I was satisfied because she had killed the Chinese chick. Mm. And apparently, um, she was supposed to behead her. But then the reason Quentin changed it was she wouldn't have then gone, it really is a, you know, she, she told her what sword it was obviously uh, it was made by that guy yeah. and she didn't believe her yeah. and then at the end she mm. says it really is a whatever sword <laughs> and then falls over so that's why he chops off but how is it the hair flying you're like oh she lost her hair even the camera shots <laughs> yes you see, like, to, she, and like then, says some name and then and then falls over <laughs> but also i saw a behind the scenes photo with her and uma yes, thurman with her too. makeup and she's like and they're like yeah, <laughs> and her head's like chopped mm. off. She's got mm. like half a head, mm. brains showing. It's weird. You only notice then that her head's are just a bit extended. Yes. To make a uh, place the for the uh, prosthetics. Pros 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. So that was that was pretty cool. Mm. And then as Quentin Tino, so there was I love the band the the the. the Band that was playing at the that Chinese, what Japanese? Yeah, the, Japanese, they actually Japanese called band, the right? five, six, seven, eights. That's their name. Yeah. And he was leaving Japan after initial location scouting mm. and securing the studios, and he heard this girl band called the five, six, seven, eights playing over. He was in a specific store, and he heard mm. them playing over the speakers, and he was so intrigued by the music that he actually asked the clerk who the band was, and when they told um, Tarantino who um it was and showed the cd he asked them can i have the cd and they said no well you can go and purchase the cd at that store mm. but he didn't have the time to go to that store because he was leaving so he said to them can i pay you i'll even pay you extra for the cd and then you can go and just purchase another cd and they were like well we'll have to call the manager and he was like okay please call the manager so he actually ended up purchasing it from that store and then I'm um, in the final showdown at the House of Blue Leaves segment. They literally play the whole time. And honestly, they were a perfect mm. fit. They really were a perfect mm. fit. And all of the band's songs, including the standouts, woohoo, you know, that, yeah, that yeah, song yeah, that yeah, they yeah, sang, yeah. are all covers of early 60s surfer songs. Mm. So that was, mm. yeah, that was, that was really cool. Also, director, trademark, a long take. Quentin Tarantino always yep. does this, and I love it. Yeah. So after the bride leaves Oren, who's the Chinese chick that she kills, she leaves the door at the House of Blue Leaves, um, where Gogo returns inside. You know, she still waits up on the roof. And yo, I was yeah. so scared that chick was going to look up. I was like, please don't look mm. up. Please don't. And you know how normally in movies, they're like so secure 
in the you know when they jump mm. and hide they always look like like it's nothing here it was brilliant because he you could see her like shaking and you could actually see like at any point i was like oh she's gonna fall down she's gonna fall down and they're gonna kill her but i liked how he mm. actually showed that it's not mm. easy to hang onto the roof no. type of thing but um the camera then follows her down the stairs through the bar, past the kitchen, into the ladies' room. Yep. When um, then we go. It, I loved it when she went into the little cubicle, and then he removed the. Uh, yeah. He like I loved that transition mm. where he where you could see her in the cubicle, mm. but it was he like removed the layer to mm. that was that was really cool. And then um, you see Sophie Sophie along the exact same path to the ladies' room, ending with the ring of her cell phone, and the shot is done in a single unedited take it is unedited and apparently they they had to obviously redo this take it's like, like this it took them six hours to six rehearse hours, six yeah. hours yeah. six guys mm. six hours mm. to rehearse and then it was shot in 17 takes so they did mm. this one sh long shot mm. 17 times and apparently after that the steady cam operator larry um mcconkey i think that's his surname was rumored to have passed out from exhaustion i would so imagine so the camera guy passed out after doing this one take 17 times it was insane and but it was brilliant yeah it was so good mm. it was it was amazing definitely worth yeah and then another trait obviously is the trunk shot so the camera's in the trunk and it's looking up at what would have been the bride That's right. when she's interrogating Sophie yeah. and you see her from Sophie's point of view mm. with her obviously being, she had the, the mm. motorbike <laughs> mask or helmet on. Mm. Yeah. And then in the early stages of filming, Oren was supposed to be, oh, I mentioned that her head was supposed to be chopped off, mm. but then they, they changed it. Yes. Mm. And then there's, so Django actually, um, paid homage to Kill Bill because in the final uh, fight scene in Django, Jamie Foxx tells um, Stephen, who was played by, or Stephen, however they pronounce it, Samuel L. Jackson, to stay right there, right? So he says to him, stay right there, which mirrors the scene in which the bride tells Sophie to stay right where she is after the aftermath um, of the sword battle with the crazy eights crazy 88 so you know she says to them you can if you're still alive you can all leave but yeah, leave yeah, your yeah, limbs yeah. because they belong to me and then yeah. she tells sophie you stay right where yeah, you are yeah, yeah, yeah. Django did that as well uh, in so that was cool uh, how he he then favorite line. yes he paid homage yeah. to yeah. yeah and then kevin costner and jack nicholson were yep. considered to play bill but they didn't um i liked the because I've, I've never seen him before yeah I like the unknown. And then I think the brother to Bill, I think mm. his name's Bud. Mm. He was from Reservoir Dogs. He was the, the crazy guy. Oh, that's right. Who, yeah. who still is the brother of John Travolta's yeah. character in yeah, Pulp yeah, Fiction. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the crazy 88 fight scene was changed to black and white yep. for compliance reasons. Mm. Does that mean because of the blood? Yes. Was it because of yeah. the blood? Because yeah. it was so bloody. So they make it, yeah. And yeah. then obviously the... I think it was the Chinese... No, Japan. Jap oh, in Japan, Japan, they were the only country to get to see that scene in color. In color, yeah. Obviously, maybe because they filmed mm. it there. But I loved mm. how she they, they transitioned it back to color when she blinked. Mm. I don't know if you picked that up. No, not actually. Oh, Ryan! Oh, how wow. did you not pick that up? I love that. I was like, that's one of... That's why... Quentin Tarantino's, he adds these little stupid details that I don't mean anything to anyone. And you're just like, okay, I'm just like, 
Thank you, Quinton. Thank you. I was blown away just by the fact that she actually survived that. Yeah. (laughs) She's awesome. She's actually probably could be my favorite character in any film of all time. Maybe it's because I missed it because I was like... Maybe you're blinking. But then also, um, I loved how... The, the whole black and white mm. th- still, even though obviously they changed it to black and white for compliance reasons, it still was like nostalgic. Do you understand mm. what I'm saying? Like, mm. I liked that they did that because mm. they had earlier they had, they had the anime sequence and then, and then also they had two Wilhelm screams in the crazy. I heard them. Did you hear both? I also I heard, heard both of them. I was like, yes. yeah. And then later on, yeah. 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 That was, yeah. that was really cool. Yeah. So I don't know if you noticed, but, uh, in this film, okay, so Kill Bill Part 1, there, there, there were 41 deaths. Mm. Kill Bill Part, part 2, there, there's only three. All of them... Oh, obviously it's over. Yeah. Spoiler alert, thanks, all, Ryan. All of them, every death was was uh, done by a woman. Yeah. Because it was... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> That's hectic, man. Power to the ladies. Yeah, Quentin's out here. Yeah. <laughs> Giving, you know, I thoroughly enjoyed this film, and I'm not, I'm not a Charlie's Angels fan. I honestly am not. But this film doesn't give you Charlie's Angels vibes, right, Ryan? Right? (laughs) Definitely not. Okay. (laughs) Also, that final, um, the final, the so the finale of the film took eight weeks to shoot. Imagine for Mm. eight weeks, for two months, they were just killing people because that whole fight Mm. sequence is just about like people being killed. So, uh. So what do you do in Kill Bill? I die. For eight weeks. I died for eight weeks. Mm, I die. And then uh, Uma Thurman's stunt double, her name was Zoe Bell, um, was actually injured. She injured her back while working on this film, but she didn't mention it for fear of being replaced. I'm like, what the hell? This chick is insane. So you injure your back, which is a back injury is extremely painful. And I mean, a back injury, you can't like, it's your back. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like you can't like, you'll just like, put my leg to the side she injured her back and didn't say anything because she didn't want to be replaced which means she she did stunt double work with an injured back yeah she like walks away mm, what was that love that song nah i love that song. <laughs> and then it took this is insane ryan this is why it's two volumes right it took six years to write yeah. the entire script it took six years Six years. Such a simple story. Right? That wasn't simple though. <laughs> to write the entire script but it's like before it was split into two parts. Mm. So it, I don't think he maybe mm. I don't think he originally wanted to make two parts. I think it just the story became maybe. so massive yeah, that maybe. they realized otherwise you would have had like maybe. a four to five hour film. Yeah. The original draft, the original draft of the script was two hundred and twenty pages long. And what's the rule with a page? A page? A minute a page. A minute a page, so yeah. So the 220 minutes long mm. would have been the original draft. Mm. Uh, two hours is Work that out. 120 minutes. So that's well, two it's just short of four hours. Well, 240, I think, is uh, four hours, isn't it? Yeah. So mm. it's 20 minutes short of a four-hour film. Mm. That's why they cut it into mm. two volumes. But six mm. years. He took six years yeah. to write the... That's insane. Mm. I don't think I'd be able to do that, eh? I respect him for I it, I think though. I would get to like here and be like, okay, guys, listen, is this really working out? Is this worth it? I'm bored. <gasps> let's write another film. Come Are you sure they were bored, though? Let's finish... No, no. That's the thing with this story, like... But that's what I'm saying. For ah. me, for me, that would have been me. You're... 
Yeah, I, 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 I can't keep on one thing for so long. I, I'm just like... Yeah, let's move on to to greater things. Although this is... I honestly, honestly, honestly didn't expect any of Quentin Tarantino's films to move to number one, if you understand what I'm saying. Mm. Like, I honestly didn't... Like, I love Once Upon a Time... Time in Hollywood, let me finish mm. what I'm saying. And I love I'm um, Django and I love Inglorious. But, but honestly, this film... But at the same time, I feel like you can't you can't put Quentin Tarantino's film in a list because they're all so different. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, mm. I feel like I just have a new number one favorite of Quentin Tarantino. Mm. Like, I have four favorites now. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm. But I didn't, ex- I really didn't expect, and I didn't expect Kill Bill to do it because I've also seen, like, footage before. Like, I've seen footage of the crazy 88 sequence. I mean, it's such a famous film moment. Yeah. Mm. So, like, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that movie with the chick with the sword where she's killing all those Japanese people. That's literally what I thought in my head but i i loved the movie i loved the movie so i even said to my family you guys need to watch kill bill it's very bloody but it's not it's not like it's a bloody good film it's, <laughs> it's not like i won't show especially my mom and sister my dad i'd, I'd say watch mm. it but like the re- revenants i will not show that movie to mm. my mom and sister and if they wanted to watch it i'll be like no. don't don't do it because i know them this film yeah. isn't like that. It honestly is. It's a good film. Go and watch. I mean, go and listen to our podcast on the Reverend. Mm-hmm. Then you'll know. In your spare time. If you're not, if you don't have a, a faint heart, you know, then then watch the Revenant. Mm. You find out what a bear attack really does. I saw a picture on YouTube of a guy, uh, and it said friends reunited, and the guy's sleeping in a bear's like arms, like full grown bear, the full paw, and he's laying there, and the bear's like. And I'm just like, you idiot. Get out of there. <laughs> Go and watch Get the movie where Leonardo DiCaprio gets don't mauled ru- by a bear. Yeah, don't run. Just... Let it cool. Oh, I don't know what you're going to do. Bear spray. Did you, you don't know what we're talking about? Did you pack, Go listen to <laughs> did you pack the bear spray? Yeah. Imagine laying there and then you're like... Oh, no. Reach into your pocket. You're like... And then you look at it and you saw there it is laying over there. Look at the bear. Look at the bear spray. You're like, I'm dead. Look at the bear. I accept my fate. And you're just like, Lord, it's been a good life. <laughs> Lie down to die. No, but I thoroughly enjoyed Kill Bill. Mm. And I also, it was one, it was, okay, so the first two films that uh, Quentin Tarantino did, it was very um, heavy male leads so like the first film didn't even have a woman in it the second film obviously had Uma Thurman's character Mm. but it was mainly focused on men then Jackie Brown he kind of switched it to a the the main character was a woman and then this film once again she was the protagonist right yes Jackie Brown yeah Mm. and then in this film the bride is the protagonist then obviously it's very female heavy female kill all the males yeah but I'm thoroughly, I'm, I'm looking so forward to doing volume two. Mm. Like I really am. And I love how he, the way he ended it. So it wasn't just like, like in my mind, I was like, your volume two is obviously she's going to go kill the other three people. But the fact that he brought the daughter mm. in, you're like, Oh my goodness. Cause now, yeah, now there's, there's so mm. much th- like, yeah. What? Let's predict what, what, what could possibly happen in volume two? She's either going to kill... Plot twist? Or... I hope she doesn't die. Because, you know, you know, she still says to the, the, the woman that she kills in the beginnings, obviously, in the beginning, her daughter sees her... Where's the daughter? As in, whose daughter? <laughs> the first woman's daughter. 
at the house where she left her. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And she says to her, if you find, if in a couple of years, if you can't forgive me, then I give you permission to kill me. I'll be waiting. Yeah, I'll be waiting. And then she walks out. <laughs> so like, does the daughter come? You see? Like, kill her. I hope that doesn't happen. I don't want her to die. I like her. You see, for me, when I saw that, I was like, oh, oh. Yeah. I don't want her to die. Bill must die. It's called Kill Bill. But if Bill does not die, what is the point? But think about it. We're in a... Um, we've realized with Quentin Tarantino that uh, he takes a horrible situation and then at the end he turns it into... Although he hasn't... Okay, he did do that with Jackie Brown. But with the two films before that, he hadn't... Uh, he sort of did, so I suppose. Still learning, yeah. Pop <laughs> Fiction. Pop Fiction, he actually sort he of did. did. Yeah. He did. Jackie Brown... Sort of. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, no, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Kill You know, the daughter's still alive. If you haven't watched Kill Bill, go and watch Kill Bill. Mm. I loved the toe sequence. Which, <laughs> what did she say? Move. What was that? What was she telling? It was move, right? I think so. Move your toe. M- move your little toe. And then it moves and then she smiles. Move your little toe. And then she says, now for, now for the easy part. Didn't she say now for the easy part? Yeah. <gasps> no, but that hospital sequence was also mm. insane, man. What the hell? Mm. What is wrong with people? Mm. Fuck. What is wrong? Oh, mm. my goodness. <laughs> I was just like, that's terrible. And you know what's sad is that probably happens. Yeah. That, ah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. If you don't know what we're talking about, go watch the film. Mm. Yeah. So this has been the movie show. On your favorite ORSPS. And we'll be back next week. And don't forget to press like mm-hmm. and you subscribe because you like the video. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Peace. It's that simple. Become part of the family today because radio has never been better with active FM. This is Radio On Demand. What you want, when you want it. It's Active FM. has never been better baby this is active fm go to www.activefm.co.za for more for more for more